guys welcome back to questions with Caden I am your host Caden Fabrizio and um, if this is your first time clicking on this podcast welcome to what I believe is the best podcast in the world and it's not because I do the podcast but it's because I think we have some amazing individuals that listen including yourself so welcome to the questions with Caden family the podcast it's a lot of fun we enjoy what we do if this is your first time listening to the podcast this is a podcast where we, every episode we take one question we dissect the question, we dive in deep to the question, and we help that question not be a barrier, not be a roadblock in your faith, but be a building block in your faith that can allow you to fully have an intimate, deep relationship with Jesus, maybe finally understand some things that have been holding you back in your life, and experience some freedom. Um, this episode is... I'm really excited about it. I've had uh, butterflies since yesterday when I decided that I was going to do this episode. Um, this is, you read the title, this is our first Q&A episode where I'm taking 100% listener questions um, and answering a few of them. We're going to have a lot of fun today. It's going to be a little bit different than normal. Um, usually we jump in, we do a foundational scripture, we kind of talk about the question we break it down slowly we dive in we do our thing we get in there but today i think we're just going to have more of a conversation um more of a little bit of a of a hangout if you will um i think it's gonna be a tad bit more casual if you are watching the podcast no it is not saint patrick's day i just like the color green okay i'm sipping on a celsius ah not sponsored could be if you want Celsius. Um, <laughs> like, they're definitely not going to sponsor this podcast. Anyway, um, and today we've got a bunch of questions from you guys. we got some fun ones. We've got some deep ones. Um, we also have some questions you guys asked that I think are too big um, and too important to uh, answer in this Q&A format. Because I think really in this Q&A format, I can answer them quickly and the best that I can in that time, little time we have. But some of these questions, they're going to take or they should take and deserve to take more time to answer and dive in deeper. So I just figured uh, I took some of the questions that I saw that could be answered a little bit quicker, um, and I'm going to do my best to answer those for you guys. And then if I feel like or you guys feel like, hey, I would like to know more on that, or I feel like, hey, I think we could dive in deeper to that, maybe we'll do a question, uh, an entire episode on that question in the future. But for today, um, we're just going to do this, this one. Um, you guys sent in some really amazing questions. Um, a lot of questions. Some of my favorite questions, um, came from one of my friends, Sarah Herring. Um, and she was just trolling me, but they're funny. So we're going to answer a couple of these funny questions before we get in there. Um, her first question she asked me is how many empire state buildings would it take to fill up a 13 foot swimming pool? I think three. Take that with what you may okay next question <laughs> um she asked do pigeons have feelings i think do dogs have feelings no pigeons don't have feelings okay i just came up with that uh blue and black or gold and white i think she's referring to the dress you guys remember that like back in the day if you don't remember a long time ago they posted a picture they i don't know who they is somebody posted a picture on social media of a dress 
And some people saw it blue and black, and others saw it gold and white. I think I saw it both ways. What can I say? You know what I'm saying? I just have vision. And then the last important question, how much wood would a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? Now, the answer is seven. It's really important to know that the answer is seven. Why is the answer seven? Because seven is the number of completion. Come on, somebody. And when Jesus starts something, he completes it. Like, I don't need to preach that. But it's actually really funny to watch. Let's ask, in the spirit of questions, let's ask Siri a question. Um, I think you can ask her how much woodchuck could a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood. And she'll answer. Let's just do it real quick. How much wood could a... Oh, I messed it up. Ah! Ah! Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, go away, Siri. Okay. Hey, Siri. How much wood... Could a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? About as much ground as a groundhog could hog if a groundhog could hog ground. How about another tongue twister? About as much ground as a groundhog could hog if a groundhog could hog ground. Huh. Well, there you have it. We have our answer. Uh, That's funny. I think there's also some other pretty funny stuff that Siri does, but... We'll save that for another day. That's not really what we're here for. Um, I think before we jump into ask, answering these real questions that we have, um, I'd love to pray for our podcast. I'd love to jump in. Um, I think I'm really excited for today because I think um, there's a lot of great questions. I think you're going to leave encouraged. I think this episode is going to end with you being inspired. And maybe you'll even leave with some more questions. And you know that I believe questions are some of the most powerful things that we can do as believers is ask questions and... Um, I think maybe you'll leave with some questions that will bring very powerful answers um, because whenever we have questions, when we take them to Jesus, he always gives us an answer, and um, I love that about him. So let's pray, and then we'll start answering these things. Um, currently, we are about seven minutes in, so we got about 25 minutes. Lord, thank you so much for this podcast. Thank you so much for every single listener. Thank you for this day, God. Just thank you um, for what you have in front of me and what you have in front of every listener today. Father, I just pray fresh anointing, peace, and joy over listeners today. God, I pray clarity, and I pray that um, encouragement would come from today's podcast. Inspiration would come for today's podcast. Peace, freedom, and fullness would come from today's podcast. Father, I just pray that you would speak, and that we'd have an amazing time while we do it. It's in your name we pray. Amen and amen. Give me a big old amen if you're driving in your car, if you're listening in your room. You know what I've been seeing lately, actually? I've been seeing a lot of you guys have been taking notes, which is amazing. So if you guys are taking notes, take a picture of your notes, post it on Instagram, tag us at questions with Caden or tag me um, at Caden.Fabrizio on Instagram. And I'd love to share it. I think it's really cool to get this community rolling. Like, let's start getting people involved. Um, I'm actually going to start rolling out some ways for us to do some Bible studies together. Um, I've got some, I got some stuff rolling. So stay tuned, stay consistent, stay into QWC. That's why I call questions with Caden. And um, I think that this is just going to turn into something amazing. We're just getting started. This is just the beginning. And uh, I think God's got a lot in store. So the first question um, that somebody asked, I'm going to keep it anonymous. I'm always in the future so you guys know if we ever do more Q&A episodes. Um, I'm always going to keep stuff anonymous, um, other than like the reviews and stuff that I read, which I forgot to do. So I'll read one at the end. Um, I like to keep them anonymous so that there's safety. So you guys know you can ask any question you want with no shame, no condemnation, um, just a safe place to ask questions and get answers. So the first question was, what should I look for in a church? 
And I think that's such an important question because there's so many different types of churches. There's so, I mean, depending on where you live, obviously, if you live in the States, there's so many types of churches in America that you can choose from. I was talking with a friend the other day and it's like, um, he lives in Nashville and he's like, yo, in Nashville, there's almost too many churches because you can start to become nitpicky and go, I don't like this, but I like that. I don't like this, but I like that. And you can start to kind of go around and kind of pick things off and put them in your own little bouquet of churches of what you feel like church should be. I don't like production here. I don't like the worship here. I like the message here. I don't like that the pastor did that here. Ah, the kids department's not good here. Ah, the young adults good here, but this is not good there. Um, and you can do that with every single church. You can pick apart churches where eventually you'll find yourself never happy with a church. So let me just first say, when you're looking for a church, you should never be looking for a place to consume. That's number one. Church in America, in the in Western church, Western civilization, has become, Western culture, has become a place where people go, people consume, and people leave. When I don't think that was the purpose of the church, that's not the reason that Jesus built the bride of Christ was not so that you could go, consume, and leave and go back to your life. But it was that so you could go, you could lean in, you could be fed, you could feed others, you could gain community, you could be strengthened and encouraged, loved on, leave, but leave different. So if you're looking for a church where you can go, you can walk in the shadows, you don't have to be seen. You can go check your church box and leave. Then I would ask. I would say that there's a lot of bigger questions there that I would I would start to ask you. But for now, let's just talk about what the church is and what the church should be. Acts two forty six through forty seven says they worshipped together at the temple each day. They met in homes for the Lord's supper, and they shared their meals with great joy and generosity. All the while praising God and enjoying the goodwill of all the people. And each day the Lord added to their fellowship those who were being saved. I love that because it shows you a little bit of how not the production or the structure of church, but the infrastructure of church, the people. How was the people, which is the church, it's not a, it's not a building, it's the people. How were they interacting with each other? And it says that they would worship, they would meet they would break bread, they would have great joy, they would share in generosity, and people would be added to what they were doing. I think it's important that when you go to look for in a church, you go to look for a church that you can find community in, that you can find your people, your tribe, people that you click with and connect with that you can say, these are people that I want to do life with. These are not just people I want to show up on a Sunday and leave and not see until next Sunday, but these are people that I want to break bread with, that I want to worship next to, people that make me better, people that make me want to be more like Jesus. Acts 10, 24 through uh, 25 says, let us think of ways to motivate one another to acts of love and good works. And let us not neglect our meeting together as some people do. <clears throat> online church, just kidding. I don't have nothing against online church. I just made a joke. But encourage one another, especially now that the day of his return is drawing near. And I think... Um, you got to know, obviously Jesus is coming back and that's going to be an amazing day. And, um, who knows, we may already be in heaven by that time, but, um, I love Acts 10, 24 because it encourages us to motivate one another toward acts of love and good works. In other words, what do we do in church? We meet together, we encourage each other, we do life together, 
And then we motivate one another to act in love, to act the way Jesus would. We make each other better. We grow each other. And then we do good works together, not because that's what is required of our salvation or required in our relationship with Jesus. This is not religion, but we do good works because out of the love that we have received from Jesus, out of the love, we want to do things for the kingdom. We want to love people the way Jesus does. And and a lot of times loving somebody is serving somebody. And then it says, let us never neglect our meeting together. And I think there's a lot of people, and you hear a lot, um, I think Justin Bieber most famously quoted, um, you don't have to be, you don't have to go to church to be a Christian. And he's like, I think he said like, you don't have to go to Taco Bell to be a taco. And I love you, Biebs, I do. But I would say, you're right. You don't have to go to church to be a Christian. But you're going to strongly start to struggle thinking that one, you're alone because the enemy wants to isolate you. And two, like this is way harder than it is because you were never meant to do life alone. You're meant to do life with others. When God made Adam in the garden, he saw that man was alone and he shouldn't be. So he made Eve a companion. And a big part of looking for church, like I've already said, is looking for people that you can have companionship with and that you can go and say, these are the people that I want to grow with that make me want to draw near to Jesus, draw near to knowing him. In 1 Thessalonians, it says, so encourage, I think it's 5.11, it says, so encourage each other and build each other up, just as you are already doing. And that's the last box, and I think it's all kind of the same. You need to go to church and be around people that encourage you. A big part of church is getting encouraged for the week ahead of you to go live as a disciple of Jesus, to live as an apprentice of him, to live in a way that's different from the world. You need to be filled up. And I know I said that church isn't, to be a place to go and consume, it's a place to go and engage. And when you engage, you engage in the word, you engage in the listening of the word, you engage in worship, and you engage in community. You also engage in building each other up, becoming filled with the spirit, filled with encouragement. I was, uh, I used to go to this barber who wasn't a believer, and um, I would always kind of talk to him about church. And um, I did it strategically. And one day he was asking me, like, why, why should I go to church, man? Like, He's like, I believe in God. Um, I think I believe in Jesus. But he's like, but why do I need to go to church? I don't know. I don't love it. And I started telling him all these reasons. And then he kind of looked at me and he goes, so it's kind of like a car going to a gas station. Like, I got to go to the gas station at least once a week to get filled up so I'm ready for the week. And I was like, exactly. That's exactly what church is. Church is the place to be filled to do life with others so that throughout your week you can be the warrior for Jesus that you are. So you can live in the freedom, the fullness, the joy, the peace that God offers you, the intimacy with him, the knowing of him becomes a lot easier when you're sparked with encouragement and inspiration early on in the week or at the end of the week, however you process the week. All right, question number two says, somebody asked, does faith of a mustard seed continue to grow? I thought that was an interesting question um, because I guess I could answer this a bunch of different ways. Um, my answer would be, yeah, your faith, the faith of a mustard seed does grow, but that's always going to de- be dependent on you and your interaction with your faith and how you're fueling your faith. Matthew seventeen twenty says, you don't have enough faith, Jesus told them. And this is in the context of a story where the disciples try and cast out a demon 
from a child and they're not able to do it. And they, so Jesus goes and, do, and does it. And then the disciples ask Jesus, how come we couldn't do it? And Jesus says in Matthew 17, 20, you don't have enough faith. Jesus told them, I tell you the truth. If you had faith, even as small as a mustard seed, you could say to this mountain, move from here to there. And it would move. Nothing would be impossible. I was preparing for this podcast and I read that and I actually started like getting emotional. I started crying. I was like, Lord, I want to be a believer that has that kind of faith that is so faith filled, even to the point where maybe it's just just a small mustard seed that I would actually believe that a mountain could move, that the mountains that I face in my life, I could look in the eyes and say, move and use the authority that you've been given me because of faith. So I think the question, maybe it shouldn't be, does faith the size of a mustard seed grow? But maybe it's, how do I acquire faith the size of a mustard seed? And we know that Jesus is faithful. Jesus is always faithful. He's always going to be faithful to us. So maybe acquiring faith looks like acquiring a more intimate relationship with Jesus. Maybe acquiring more faith, maybe living more faithfully, maybe accessing that faith of a mustard seed looks a little bit like accessing an intimate relationship with Jesus. Not just knowing God, I'm sorry, not just knowing of God, but knowing God, truly knowing who he is. That's the purpose of our life is to know God. Everything else we do stems out of our knowing of Jesus, our intimacy with him. And so the question, does the faith the size of a mustard seed grow? Yes, it grows, but it's only watered by Jesus. It's almost like your faith the size of a mustard seed, once watered, begins to produce, begins to become a tree that produces the fruits of the Spirit. But the only thing that can water that seed, that can begin to produce those fruits in your life, is the Holy Spirit. So spending time in the Word, spending time in His presence, spending time in prayer, spending time going after Him, will continue to water and grow that seed. So yes, faith the size of a mustard seed grows, but maybe faith the size of a mustard seed might be all that you need or all that you have in the season that you are. And I think that's okay. I think you shouldn't be discouraged or you shouldn't get down on yourself for having faith that may only be the size of a mustard seed right now because it may just be enough. And I think the Bible says that um, Jesus tells Paul that his grace is sufficient for his weakness. And I think where the faith of the mustard seed takes up some space I think Jesus and his strength fills up the rest of the gap so that you can continue to live a faithful, full life. Okay, the next question. Um, The next question is, how do you hear from God? This is a question that um, I'm absolutely not going to answer right now (laughs) because it's such a big question, and um, we're going to do an episode how can I hear from God? Um, maybe that'll be in a few, maybe maybe that'll be the next episode I do alone without a guest. Um, or maybe I'll have a guest come on and we'll answer that question. It's an awesome question. All I would say is this. Is I had a little bit of a revelation the other day while I was praying. To be honest with you, I've been kind of walking through this season where I feel like the Lord has been more silent than he has been um, in the past year of my life. Um, typically, I feel like God is super clear with me. He speaks to me a lot. I hear him. Um, but the last season, this last few months of my life, he's been pretty silent. 
and it's been frustrating to be honest with you. And so the other day I was praying and um, I was just like, Lord, why are you silent? And I felt like the Holy Spirit told me so clearly when God is speaking, it's your turn to be silent. But when God is silent, it's your turn to be loud. And I think maybe someone just needs to be encouraged in this podcast right now, the way that I was and the way that God is teaching me that right now is my time to pray. Right now is my time to have faith, to pray fervently, to ask, to pray into things, to sow seeds through prayer that I believe work. Prayer is powerful. And God right now, when he's silent, he's giving you an opportunity to exercise your authority and to exercise partnering with him in prayer to achieve and to do things that he wants to do, to have faith for things, to believe for things, to cast vision with him, and to mostly and most importantly, to spend time with him, to be intimate with him. So we will answer that question, how to hear from God, but maybe right now um, you need to hear less and you need to speak more. You need to get in his presence, and maybe when you don't hear him is the times where you need to ask more questions, and maybe when you don't hear him is the times where you need to pray harder, you need to pray more, and you need to just sit and talk with him, and you just need to, maybe he's waiting for you to to finally let loose the things in your heart that you need to give to him. Maybe you finally need to say, listen, I've been holding back. I know you already know, but my heart hurts. I know you already know, but I need to heal in this area. I know you do know, but I'm struggling with this, and I'm struggling with that. I'm going to finally give it to you. Maybe he's waiting to speak because he knows you have things to tell him and things to give to him. So that's just a little perspective for you. Okay, number uh, four, the question is, how can we deal with disappointment? I don't know if you've caught on so far, but I'm just going straight to the Bible with every single one of these. It's the best way to answer questions. The Bible is full of God's full revelation for every season and thing you walk through in your life. Any question you have. Go to the Bible. Even if you got to, it doesn't make you less spiritual to use tools like Google to say, I'm disappointed and Google uh, Bible verses about being disappointed. Doesn't make you less spiritual to find ways to access the word of God in a, in a more accessible way for you. Go to the Bible, the Bible app, the version Bible app, and maybe you need encouragement. Go to the search bar and type in encouragement and let God's word speak to you. Job 120. When I thought about disappointment, I automatically thought about Job. I think there's no one. Eh, I wouldn't say no one. There's He is like kind of like the forefront in people's minds of like living hardship and disappointment. Job 120 says, Job stood up and tore his robe in grief. Then he shaved his head and fell to the ground to worship. And this person asked, how can we deal with disappointment? I think the best way to deal with disappointment is to worship. To worship through your worry. To worship through your pain. To worship through the worship through the blurriness of life. Worship until your worry stops becoming worry and becomes peace. Worship until the blurriness becomes clear. Worship until your broken heart mends. There's been times in my life, and there was one time specifically, I don't know how many of you guys know my story. A lot of you guys asked for a testimony, um, and or I wanted to know my story, and I would love to tell you my story. Um, but I think I'm not going to do it on this podcast. I'll probably just do it on a separate YouTube video on my YouTube channel, um, and sit down and just tell my story and just all the ways that God took me from point A to freedom and to knowing him and to where I am now. And I've walked through a lot 
and uh, God has been faithful every step of the way. And um, briefly, I don't know if you know my story, but about a year and a half ago, I was actually engaged and get and ready to get married. Um, and the engagement was broken off. And in that moment, I think I've never experienced disappointment more in those moments. I remember the day that me and my ex broke up and I came home and I just was crying because what I had pictured in my mind of my life crumbled immediately. The future that I built out, which I now know wasn't the future God had intended for me, but was what I designed in my own mind, crumbled. The foundation of what I started to build my life on fell apart. And I was disappointed. And I was actually in this room, my studio, and I came home and I was like, I don't know what to do. I was kind of a mess and I just fell to the ground and I heard Holy Spirit say, Caden, just worship. And so I did. I just worshiped. And anytime I felt disappointed, I worshiped. Anytime I was scared, anytime I was sad, anytime I was hurting, I just worshiped. And I thanked God for who he was because I didn't have anything. Everything I had crumbled. So I thanked him for not what I had, but for who he was. And I said, Jesus, thank you for being faithful. Thank you that when everything else falls apart, you don't. Thank you that you are just good. Thank you that you are kind. Thank you that you have a vision for my life, that you have a future for my life, Jesus. And I just started to worship. You are good. You are faithful. You are more than enough. You are my everything. You are all that I need. You are all powerful. You have my life in your hands. And when you begin to declare and you begin to worship, the disappointment goes away because your earthly perspective dies. And your heavenly mindset sets in. Your mind becomes renewed and you go, wait. I'm able to carry the perspective of Jesus. I'm able to see what he sees in this. What I see is disappointment. But what he sees is a detour. What I see is sadness and he sees a setup. I see failure and he sees the future. And I think whoever asked this question, I'm sure there's tons of you dealing with disappointment in your life right now. Maybe you didn't get the promotion you wanted. Maybe relationships are falling apart. Maybe your life just simply isn't moving forward in the way you wished it was. Maybe school's harder than that you thought it was going to be. Maybe opportunities aren't opening like you thought they were going to. Maybe you're not seeing progress. Maybe things in your life are just icky. Maybe you feel are you struggling through depression or an addiction. And you're just disappointed. Worship through disappointment, worship through heartache, worship through those moments and allow God to do what he does best. Step in and take control. Romans 5, 3 through 5 says, we can rejoice too when we run into problems and trials for we know what they help us. We know that they help us develop endurance. And endurance develops strength of character and character strengthens our confident hope of salvation and this hope will not lead to disappointment for we know how dearly God loves us because he has given us the Holy Spirit to fill our hearts with his love when you're disappointed you worship and your worship makes you aware of Holy Spirit in you when you're disappointed and you feel a void you worship and Holy Spirit makes you aware that the void is full because of his love This Bible verse also says, Paul tells us in Romans that endurance develops strength of character and character strengthens our confident hope in salvation. In other words, our character, what God has developed in us, gives us perspective to have hope. 
And hope beats disappointment. If you have hope for the future, you can't be disappointed in the past. You can't be disappointed in the present if you have hope for the future. A lot of times, Jesus is always going to be more concerned with your character than your comfort. I've learned he's okay with you being uncomfortable if you're developing character. He's not okay with you being comfortable if you're denying character. So in these moments of disappointment and discomfort, ask God, Lord, how are you developing me? There's your three D's of the day. Your disappointment and discomfort is leading to your development. Something very simple that you can continue to remind yourself as you walk through a season of disappointment is that this isn't disappointment, this is development. This isn't the end of me, this is the beginning of God. This isn't the end of what I want to do, it's the beginning of what he has called me to do and made me for. So be encouraged, it's going to get so much better from here. And a lot of times what you realize is that this disappointment was all, was just a detour to lead you closer to your destiny. Wow, more D's. I'm hanging out with Charlie Hughes too much. I got a lot of alliteration going on. And lastly, I would say for your season of, of disappointment you're walking through, um, like me when I was walking through disappointment, heartbreak, just uh, life was rocky and life sucked and I didn't know what was going on. I leaned into Psalm 40. And in Psalm 40, it says, The Lord heard my cry. He turned to me and he pulled me out of the pit of despair. He heard your cry. In other words, he hears your worship. He hears your prayers. He hears your pleading. And he pulls you out of despair. He pulls you from the pit. You're pleading. He pulls you from the pit because he loves you and he turns to you. And many times he's just waiting for you to reach your hand up so he can pull you up out of the pit. Okay, number four. Some people asked a lot of questions about these guys. My tattoos. I got a lot of tattoos. I'm getting more. Um, my birthday is coming up next week, actually. And I think I'm going to go get myself a tattoo for my birthday. Um, there's a lot of questions about tattoos. Wow, you guys asked a lot. Um, I thought it'd be fun. A lot of you guys asked some meaning behind my tattoos, why I got tattoos. Some of you asked if tattoos were a sin. I would love to do a tattoo video. So I think this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to do a questions with Caden daily vlog behind the scenes. And I'm posting on my YouTube channel, the same one that gets posted with all of this. I will not be posting it on um, Apple Podcasts or Spotify. It'll be like a YouTube exclusive questions with Caden day, um, day in the life kind of thing. And I'm going to take you with me to get a tattoo. And I'm going to take you um, to my my tattoo uh a tattoo artist studio. He's got a private studio in Pasadena. He's awesome. He's a good friend of mine, Abe Denton. And I'm going to take you with us. Uh, you'll watch me get a tattoo. We'll talk about tattoos. We'll talk about why tattoos are not a sin. We'll do a tattoo tour of all the tattoos on my body. Um, and yeah, it'll be a fun little video. Uh, so look forward to that unless you don't care. If you don't care, don't look forward to it. Um, and then lastly, you guys asked, like I said earlier, you asked about my testimony. I just shared a little bit of my story, but God has done a lot in my life. And um, I would be honored to share my testimony and share, um, I used to be one way and now I'm another. And it's all because of the grace of God and just the love of Jesus and his hand on my life. And so um, that'll be a separate video as well, not associated with questions with Caden. Um, why am I doing that? Why do I have two or three of these questions I'm going to turn into YouTube videos? Because uh, I want to keep this podcast 
Um, I want to keep this podcast focused on the main thing, and the main thing is answering your questions with God's word that help you get closer to Jesus. And um, I want to separate myself from that. And so if you want to know more about me or hang out, get to know me, or there's anything that has to do with me, I want to separate that to my own YouTube channel, my own Instagram, um, because this podcast isn't about me. It's about Jesus. And so um, anything that has to do with me, anything that has to do with my tattoos or my testimony um, or anything like that, I'm going to keep on my YouTube channel, which you are more than welcome to subscribe to. If you're watching on YouTube right now, you're on my YouTube channel. So you should hit the subscribe button and the like button and the share button and all those things. But that's actually going to be it for today's podcast. I hope you were encouraged. Um, I thought we got through a lot of questions. It's a little bit longer than our normal podcast. I think the only other podcast that was this long was the one we did with Janine, um, which was a blast. If you haven't listened to that podcast, go ahead and Go to our YouTube channel or go to Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Links are all below and watch the episode with Janine. It's so awesome. Before we um, close today, I want to read um, a one of your guys' reviews. Like I said, I was going to and I always forget to do. We got a five-star review here from Jurgen Perez. He says, I've been following Caden for a while now and his content speaks to me. God is using Caden for great things and I'm excited for the future and where, and where God will lead him to keep it, keep it up, bro. Thanks so much, Jurgen. We appreciate your support, man. Welcome to the Questions of the Caden family. You are the man. We love you. Um, I'm praying for you this week, um, and I'm honored to do this podcast with you guys. I hope you were encouraged today. Um, next podcast, we got my good friend Colby Schnacky coming on the pod, um, and we pre-recorded that one about two weeks ago, and my Lord, what a great conversation. We have a lot of fun, but we also talk about some stuff that's really going to encourage you and help you on your walk, and I'm really excited. Colby's a great guy with a heart for the Lord knows his Bible through and through, and um, really knows how to walk out a true relationship with Jesus in a world that makes it hard to do so. Um, you might know Colby and his family, Allie, and um, his brothers, and he's a big TikTok guy. So you may, might have seen him. He's an awesome. I'm really excited for you guys to check out that episode. Before we close today, be sure if you enjoyed this podcast, if you were encouraged today, if you like what we're doing, you can subscribe on YouTube. You can leave a comment on the YouTube video. You can share this video with someone you love that could be encouraged, that maybe has some of these questions, that maybe is dealing with disappointment, that maybe has faith of mustard seed, that maybe is looking for something in the church. And you can share this. You can also hit the like button if you want. It helps us out so much. Um, lastly, if you are listening on, pod, on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, be sure to leave a like and a review. Subscribe to the podcast. Um, and you may be, your review might be featured in the next episode. All right. I love you guys so much. Um, yeah, it's been Questions with Caden. See you next week. Love you. Jesus wants our fears to launch us toward faith. Then he grins and says, Do you trust me? Because together, we can do this. With Mornings with Jesus, you can start your day in a positive way. Find hope through inspirational stories and scripture. Go to lifeaudio.com or search your favorite podcast app for Mornings with Jesus. You can also download the Abide app for biblical meditations at abide.com.